All right, December 11th, four games on the NHL schedule tonight, so we'll get into each of those, break down tonight's games, give out our best bets, as well as answer questions from the chat. So if you do have those, please make sure to send them away. We'll try to get through uh, through all of those as the show goes on here today, but as well, hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel, turn on notifications. It does help support the show. And before we get into anything else, I do want to remind people that today's show, as always, is brought to you by Betstamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp in order to help you do so. Betstamp compares odds across every sports book, whether that's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking Betstamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web. If you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. The link is available in the description of the show as well, but that's betstamp.app slash edgework. This does help support us here on the Edgework show. Now, we give out these Sunday best bets. This is, I think, the first Saturday, or Saturday best bets. I think this is the first Saturday that we've had that we actually uh, were below 500. We go two and four on Saturday uh, for this for this week. Uh, finished. Now we're on the season, 113, 114, and two. Over the course of 229 bets, we got a 3.2% ROI. So that's where we're at so far on this season. You can track all of that in the BetSamp app as well in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ there. But uh, boys, before we get into today's games, so money, how you feeling after uh, after this weekend? Where are you at? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I was a little surprised uh, with the Canucks result on Saturday. I really, I, I didn't expect that kind of game from them. So uh, pleasantly surprised there, um, even though I felt that Carolina was a little bit unlucky. Um, Carolina's unlucky in a lot of games, and we've seen that the last uh, three, four years, right? So, um, I was um, I was happy that the Canucks were able to hold on to that game, and um, surprised, but yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised in that game. And Alex, what do you make of uh, watching Connor Bedard just put on highlight reel performance after highlight reel performance? I mean, another one making the rounds last night there uh, with the mo shifty movie makes out at the blue line, cuts back down, makes the backhand saucer pass, backdoor, tape the tape, Connor Murphy cutting in. Like, this kid is just incredible. I mean, I'm sure you're having an absolute blast watching him every every single night he goes out there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the Hawks have been playing, uh, you know, very well too, despite you know a lot of some of the you know surrounding circumstances. They're just not that good of a team. But like you said when you have Bedard giving you that energy, you got guys like Nick Foligno, uh, you know, stepping up. And it's been a it's been fun to watch. Like I said they're competitive every night, and that's what you you know the, what you want from a team that's rebuilding in that kind of a spot. So yeah, it's been a ton of fun. Like I said, he does something new and different every night, and uh, you just never know what you're going to expect from number ninety eight when you're watching Hawks again. Well, we only got four games on the schedule here tonight, so we'll get to each of those. But before we do, so many, are there any other takeaways outside of the Vancouver Canucks that you had from this weekend? Any teams that stood out to you? Any performances or anything that you're sitting here saying, hey, maybe you got to adjust for moving forward? Yeah, the um, the Carolina goaltending problems, I think that uh, they can't be understated anymore. Um, it's... Um, uh, they need to get that fixed. Uh, that 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 team is way too good to be going through the season with that kind of goaltending. So, um, I I don't know what 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 the long term there is, but uh, whatever they're doing right now is not the answer. Uh, they, they they do need to get that fixed. And uh, Alex, any big takeaways for you over this past weekend? Yeah, the Minnesota Wild offense is just completely dried up now. I mean, this is a team that 
going back even before Everson was there when it was Boudreaux, uh, this was a team we like to rely on with a lot of overs. And now things have shifted drastically with John Hines. And you look at these last couple of games, these low, low scoring affairs, you know, get shut out against Vancouver. Uh, they get the shutout win against Seattle last night. Uh, that's something to, t- to keep in mind now. Those five and a half and sixes and six and a halfs uh, that we were getting before a good value, those now are going to be coming back around that five and a half and sixes. But we're not going to be jumping on overs these days with the Wild. They are they are a much slower team, uh, trying to focus more and tighten things up from the, from the defensive end. And that might struggle with their offense. So that's something the, the biggest note that I uh, took away from this weekend. All right. And one other question here, I guess, because it's coming from Mike Bromberg in the chat. And interested to see if either of you have an opinion on this, but Mike saying, I do not follow the Kings much, but was surprised to see how little they've gone from Dubois so far watching their game last night. Have you guys kind of been surprised with Dubois' start in L.A.? Um, Maybe how slow it's been for him to get things going. Is this just who he is? Is he not necessarily... Uh, like an explosive player who's going to put up tons and tons of points. Uh, what do you kind of make of where he's at, his game, and I guess as Mike says here, how little the Kings have been able to get from him so far? Well, I don't I don't think it's so much that the, they're getting so little of him. I think that they're not asking him to do as much as the other previous teams he was employed by. Uh, you look at this Kings depth, you know, especially down the middle, they have the strongest – uh, center depth outside of the Vegas Golden Knights in the league, honestly. So when you have a, a, a Dubois skating as your third-line center, and he's giving you five goals and six assists already, that's not really uh, the worst production ever when you consider that other teams would be skating him as a top a top six forward, if not their top-line center. So I, I wouldn't say he's not giving you anything. I just think that there's other guys who are giving you more and because they're higher up on, on, the, on the totem pole. And uh, Dubois, you know, has – have been dysregulated to a lesser role but what i'll just jump in there quickly like what about the fact that the contract he signed uh with the extension with la like you i get i get what you're saying in terms of the third line position and that makes sense in terms of the usage but like i mean yeah it's worthwhile to get a guy like that to have him in there but what the hell is the point of having that kind of payment going to a guy who's playing on your third line and putting up 11 points through 25 i never thought he was worth that kind of money so I don't know what to tell you. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, for for me, Dubois has been uh, maddening his whole career. I think that um, you watch him play and, like, he's got – well, he should have that ability to be a game-breaker, but he's never been able to get to that level, right? And, like, um, what what did the Kings struggle with the last couple of years? It was that five-on-five game-breaker, right? And, like, that's what they thought they were getting with 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 someone like Dubois and um it just it's it just goes to show it's it's more of a testament on the Kings and how they've been playing this year where they are able to overcome um the lowered ex well, the lower production that they have uh based on yeah. the expectation that they had for the kid for 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 a Dubois right so yeah and <laughs> the comments are right towards love them right so i mean it's just it's 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 unfortunate right like he's he's been maddening to me his whole career i think that he's so much better than he plays and like you've had like um coaches get pissed at him like there's been issues in the locker room sometimes and like teams have given up on him and like at some yeah. point it's it's just who he is it's the player right like yeah. you can't 
maybe it's maybe it's not the situations or the or the different situations that he's put in. Maybe at some point it's just a player, and this is this is who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matthew uh, Kanian uh, saying <clears throat> Dubois seems mm-hmm. to be a bit of a complainer. Always wants out of a team when he doesn't get what he wants. Yeah, yeah I think that that's fair. Uh, but I think at some point when a team's going to pay you eight and a half million dollars, even if per year, even if it is to be the third line center and your minutes are going to be limited. At that point, I'm probably just going to shut the fuck up and just play some hockey because, like, you're getting paid a boatload of money to even be in a limited position. I'd be thankful with that. So, he's a, he's a top six forward from the neck down, but between the years, he's a third, fourth line player. And that's the problem. There you go. That's a good way to put it there. And we'll get into today's games now. If you people do have questions as we go throughout, please ask them in the chat. We'll try to get through through those throughout the course of today's show as well. Hit that like button, subscribe here to the channel. Still trying to get to 2,000 subscribers. So every subscription, like, uh, notification that gets turned on does help support us. Let's get into today's games. And we'll start first and foremost, the matchup. I know you guys have been waiting uh all weekend to be talking about here. The Toronto Maple Leafs heading out to the island. John Tavares, an opportunity to get his uh, thousandth career point here against the Islanders tonight. The Islanders plus 114 at home to the Maple Leafs, minus 118. Seeing a total of six as it stands right now. So, Money, what are your thoughts on this game uh, and this revenge spot here for uh, for the Islanders, I guess, at home against JT, an opportunity to hold them off the board and keep them waiting for that a thousandth point? So I did play the under. Um, it looks like it's it's on the move right now. So I um, should probably lock that in here. Um, I got the under six, and I've got it to minus one fifteen. Um, okay. Yeah. But- we got under six, minus one hundred five, minus one hundred six. There, we'll take minus one hundred five. That is seems to be widely available. You can get that up to minus one twelve, minus one fifteen out there. Perfect. Yeah. So let's so let's lock that one in. Um, Couple of notes here. Um, the Islanders, um, they're still they're still giving up a bunch of chances, um, very or high high danger chances, I should say. It's very uncharacteristic of of an Islanders team, but um, they've been doing it all year. It is a concern for me, um, especially because we're not seeing the same caliber of goaltending that we've um, seen from Sorokin in the past. Um, it's not to say he's having a bad year. He's not having a Sorokin-like season where um, he can go through long stretches of just um, um, like elevated play. We're not we're not seeing that. We are seeing um, some inconsistency in his game. So that is a concern with how much they're giving up. Um, I do feel that um, they are they they have acknowledged this. They are trying to fix it. Um, and I and I do think there is more of a focus on um, kind of getting back to their to their defensive DNA that um, that we have become accustomed to. Uh, for the Leafs, um, they are who they are at this point, right? Like, I mean, I'm, it's really tough for me to get a gauge on um, on on many Leafs games. Um, I know that um, they they are able to score when they need to. They or they go through games where they struggle defensively, um, but this game just comes down to I think that um, that a lot of their goaltending issues. Um, I think it's it's really overstated. Um, I don't think it's as bad as um, as like the, the kind of surface numbers indicate. And um, I think the yeah. Leafs also, uh, just like the Islanders, I think going forward they are trying to get back to a more team team more of a focus on team defense so with those two elements coming into play i do like the under i think that the six um 
a flat six is a little bit too high here. So that's the reason why we're on the under. I think both teams are going to have a more of a focus going forward on on um, defensive hockey. All right. Uh, so we do lock that one in first bet there. Now, Alex, what do you make of this matchup here between these two teams tonight? Yeah, well, I mean, somebody's right on it. I mean, these are two teams, like you said, that are playing, especially with the Islanders. It's just very uncharacteristic to see. You know, we're seeing totals of them six and a half and seeing games flying over left and right. This is a team that, you know, kind of – they're kind of used to, used to doing what I was talking about with Minnesota. They're used to being that team that focuses so much on defense that they just kind of forget the play offense, and all of a sudden the game's 2-1, you know, 3-2 at the highest. And that's usually – like I said, usually because of Ilya Sorokin playing – lights out but now that he's not playing that well you got that combined with Semyon Rolamov who's just getting older by the day and every star doesn't look as sharp as he once used to so that on top of the blue line the line is not playing well you're getting all these overs so I do think we see a, a bit of a, of a slower pace with these two teams and if you've seen the history especially with the Leafs the kings of the overtime right now five of the last eight games have gone past regulation so the only thing I'm looking at here would be uh that draw I would advise anyone to grab it. Anything plus 300 or higher, because that's usually the 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 average price we see for a draw is around plus 340 or 350. But with the Leafs continuing to just constantly hit these regulation draws, we're seeing that price knocked down. So you're seeing some 320s, 330s. Definitely, you never want to go below 300 uh, on a regulation prop. And I also want to stress this as well. Don't bet the yes-no props on overtime. They're always going to shortchange you with that yes compared to betting the regulation draw as a tie. Or regulation draw so always remember that uh distinction as well but i'd like this game to go past regulation do you want to lock that in here alex yeah we'll lock it in for a full unit all right so take the full unit there plus 333 regulation time draw uh between the leafs and the islanders here tonight uh now i need a couple questions in the chat here i guess or some things to get to what are your thoughts first and foremost we saw I mean, everyone in Canada, Toronto was waiting for some big announcement to break, and then the Islanders just slip in on Friday, Friday night, Friday afternoon. Fucking shark. <laughs> yeah, Robert Herjavec getting off of plane, CAA plants, like all this nonsense here that we had to deal with in Canada. Now, by the way, just quickly, I don't know if you guys have seen so many. I think you're a Mariners fan, not a Jays fan there, but... We had to deal with now Cody Bellinger's girlfriend has or wife has posted on her Instagram story uh, uh, the picture of the CN Tower and a sushi restaurant in Toronto. Well, some internet sleuths went online, took a look at the photo. There's a building missing in the photo of the CN Tower. So that picture could have only been from 2019. Like, everyone's just fucking with us here at this point. Like, it's just the ultimate troll job by the MLB. It's insane. It's insane. Everyone's everyone's using you guys just to get more money on their contract right now. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and the worst part was, I was like, I know this is a hockey show, uh, off base here, but I was like, kept saying, I don't think this is happening. I don't think this is happening. And then Friday was like, all right, there's a plane leaving. Then the Morosi tweet. He's on the plane. Then the Morosi tweet. The deal's imminent. Then you're seeing all this other stuff about Kikuchi, his wife. They're in Toronto. They're setting up sushi dinners and all this stuff. I'm like, all right. Then it's this guy who's like a reporter in Canada about the, the media companies who tweets about everything going on with Canadian media, tweets out Jay's press conference at 6. And finally, I'm like, all right, done deal. Like, it's over. We got him. We got him. And then it's like, yeah, he never even got off of his couch in California. So 
What just, a joke. What a joke this weekend's it, been. It, it, it was especially frustrating because um, it, it goes to uh, one thing that really irritates me, especially these days, is that is that the rush to be first right now, right? Like, yeah. you always want to get there first, but the problem is that I don't understand how you get something like this wrong. Like, is the guy on the plane or not? Is the press yeah. conference scheduled or not, right? Like, you can't, it's not something that um, should be guessed, right? Like, I'm so I don't even know how you how you get this wrong. Yeah. Well, I think his agency leaked this one. His agency had to have leaked this one, stir up yeah. a little frenzy, and get some more money out of the Dodgers. But well, hey, it, you know, look on the look on the bright side. At least, at least you're not a Chicago sports fan. The last two breaking news stories we had was a possible rumored infidelity, and then an FBI raid of a possible Hallis Hall where the Chicago <laughs> Bears located. So you guys have had much better uh, news stories. Uh, that are breaking than the Chicago sports fans. Come on right, over, guys. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, grant, I'll grant that one. That's that's valid. Uh, but I mean, hey, on the topic of at least the Islanders here, because we were that's where this started. Bertuzzo, uh, what do you make of the fit hit uh, for him there on the island? Kind of based on what they needed and the type of player that he is. Yeah, I think I, I think it's a good fit. I think that um, I, um, it's funny to say, but like you watch the Islanders play this year, and like it's 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 not the same, right? Like they 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 are getting involved in these end to end games, and like he's the kind of guy that is going to help them kind of slow it down a bit. Like he's he's the kind of player in terms of, um, I mean, like the cliche grit, right? I, I cringe saying that, but like he's the kind of player yeah. that like that like they kind of need on this team. And like, I'm not used to saying that that's what the Islanders are lacking this year, but it is right. Like they, they, they do play soft sometimes. And like, I've watched a bunch of Islanders games. It's like, who, who is this team? Right? Like, this is not the way that they've been playing. Yeah. And I mean, it, this is a team that you see it, sit there and look at and say, Hey, this is a slow team, this is a slow team uh, in terms of how they play kind of, suffocating a little bit take advantage of opportunities when they pop up rather than create them themselves but somebody says it's been a little bit of a faster pace and mike saying bertuzzo is also old yeah. which fits in well with our roster but alex yeah. any thoughts for you on the bertuzzo trade i mean it's a solid deal and like i said yeah it's, it's it's something that you know he's someone who can slide in and definitely kind of fit their role play in that kind of style so it shouldn't be uh some giant transition and, and like I said, it's not gonna move the needle enough you know i'm not gonna run and bet any islanders futures but it's it's a solid bit yeah fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough hold off on those uh all right a couple more games to get to here tonight uh arizona on the road here against the buffalo sabers buffalo minus 120 right now the coyotes plus 110 a total of six and a half and i'm seeing uh, some people in the chat here, Dakuchi saying, "Desert dogs eating some buffalo wings tonight, folks." Alex, do you agree? Are the Arizona Coyotes going to go into this uh, into Buffalo Tain feast here tonight? That's possible. Um, I wouldn't be backing my money on that because it's more than likely going to be Karelva Melka starting in that instead of Connor Ingram. So, um, yes, the, the the Desert Dogs should win and get some buffalo wings tonight, but I don't know if that's going to happen. So, <laughs> I'm saying out of this one, uh, pending the confirmation of who's in net for Arizona. All right, and so money. Where are you at here? I'm very confident in my projection here that Vomelka should get the start. Um, Ingram started one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games now. 
six or seven games in a row now, and we're seeing the last um, the last couple of games um, he's kind of had a drop in play as well. I think this is um, and they're on the front end of a back to back. They're in Pittsburgh tomorrow. I think that this is a perfect spot to get Ingram some time off. Um, Vamalka's in net, and um, I'm not betting Vamalka right now, especially not on the road. Um, Buffalo. Buffalo is another team that's frustrating uh, because I think that they have a lot more to give and um, they're just not getting to that level right now. Although last game, um, that was a bad luck result um, with the loss and the shootout to uh, Montreal. I think they they deserved a much better fate there. So um, I'm probably going to be on Buffalo here, but um, I'm just waiting for the goaltending confirmation. And it looks like... um, the numbers dropping as well. So if I can, if I can get a minus one twenty on Buffalo with Vamelka, um, that is the way I would go. But I do need that confirmation. I think that we will get it here shortly. But uh, um, yeah, uh, once 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 Vamelka is confirmed, I'll be on the Sabers. Okay, well, I would imagine this uh, the goalie information would play into the next question here, but Grayson is asking thoughts on the Coyote-Sabres sure. total here tonight. Now, that would obviously play a factor, the Vimelka news, um, but even looking at it as it stands right now, you see over 6.5, minus 105, under 6.5, you get plus, best price plus 100, but a little bit more commonly available, minus 104s uh, out through like minus 115s there. So, Money, what do you make of this total right now? Yeah, I think I'd... Um... Even with with Vamelka, I think a six and a half is fair. Um, if he does get confirmed, that total is going to shoot up, and then um, I think that we'll be in a situation where we'll probably have a juice six and a half, which is going to probably set up some value on the under. But um, yeah, right now um, I don't see anything on the total, so I'll be passing there. I'm just waiting on um, waiting to see if I can get on Buffalo. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Two games down, we'll continue to move on. Next up, the Detroit Red Wings, uh, a team I've seen Alex actively tweeting about over the last little while, at least in regards to Sir Patrick Kane um, and his uh, joining of Alex to bring it out there. But the Red Wings on the road against Dallas tonight. Red Detroit coming into this plus 175. You see the Stars minus 190 and a total of six and a half. Alex, what way would you be looking to attack this game? And will you have this on your TV at all tonight? Yeah, it's hard to believe that I would be excited about the Dallas Stars and the Detroit Red Wings with Sir Patrick Kane <laughs> playing for the Red Wings. But I am. I am actually really stoked for this game, and it's strictly financial. Uh, there's just two plays that I love here. I love the first period over and also like the draw. The draw, not as much, but the first period over is a fantastic angle, and there's some great records and uh, trends that, that go behind this. Dallas, 18-5 and five on the season to the first period over. They've cashed six in a row. Uh, you got Detroit that is now on an eight and two run to the first period over. And when these two teams play against each other, five of the last seven meetings have gone over in the first period. So uh, we're still getting some insanely cheap prices as far as I'm concerned with SARS games in the first period over. You've seen as low as a dollar thirty five at Caesars, dollar uh, thirty nine at Pro Line. So grab the lowest price you can and go over one and a half in the first period. But I also like that draw here as well. We've seen uh, three of the last six meetings between these two teams go past regulation. I think this one could be back and forth with a lot of goals, but I think it's going to take longer than 60 minutes to finish. So give me the draw for a half unit and that over one and a half for a full unit. 
All right, so the uh, the draw plus 375 there, we got a half unit on that. Again, we were, will recap all of these picks at the very end of the show, so uh, we got that plus 375 on the draw uh, there tonight. So, Money, any other way that you might be looking to attack this one? No, it's um, I think I think it's fair um, across the board right now. Dallas, um, they have um, lost I think three or four or something like that, four and four of six or, um, but they have been. There's been a Vegas game in there. There's been a Florida game in there. They played Tampa Bay a couple of times. So like they've had a pretty tough schedule as of late. And also, we are um, this this is going to be a step down for them in competition. So I would expect a stronger game from 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 Dallas here. Uh, Detroit is settling into kind of where they were supposed to be. Um, I think they had their they had their little run there um, where they strung together a few a few um, good good wins too. Um, but I think that they're kind of settling back down. So I would expect Dallas to get the job done here. But um, I think in the minus two hundreds now, I think I think that's fair. So I'll be I'll I'll be sitting this one out. All right, final game on the schedule here tonight. Colorado hosting the Flames. Colorado minus 165, the Flames plus 152, and a total of 6.5 right now. That'll be juiced to the under on that 6.5. So, Money, what are your thoughts on uh, on where the total is currently sitting at and the price of this game? Well, I think the Flames are going to eventually bankrupt me. Um, I seem to... Um... I seem to bet on them when they lose and bet against them when they win. So um, that's another team that is incredibly frustrating for me. Um, I, I I expected a better game from them against New Jersey, um, and they and they did let me down. I thought that 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 was a bad play that I had against the Devils, and the and the Flames should have lost that game, which which they did. Um, I think Colorado. It's a so the number looks. It, it still looks a bit inflated to me. Um, I do have a small edge on the Flames. Um, I do expect Colorado to kind of get back on track here. They uh, they they played a very poor game against the Flyers. I thought that that was that was that was disappointing there. So Colorado matches up better against the Flames. Um, I think that um, there's a lot of team speed there on Colorado that should give Calgary a tough time. What we're seeing with Calgary right now is that when they're playing teams that can um, that can generate. Uh, they, they they do have trouble. With that said, um, Colorado themselves are having trouble generating. So that kind of puts a put puts a wrench in things. So I think both of these teams. I need more time to assess where they are going forward. Um, Colorado, the way they play, they're playing offensively. We're not we're not used to it, and it's not it's not who they are. So at some point, they should be able to break break out of their funk here. But um, it's just tough to lay the number expecting a team to get it going so i'll um i'll i'll pass here as well all right and alex at same pages so money here do you have any financial interest in this one <laughs> nah this one i'm uh, i'll be watching a little bit of it but i'm more than likely going to be passing it on this and I obviously predicated you want to see who's in goal most likely going to be dan vladar getting the star for calgary yeah. he's not the not the guy i really want him back between the, the two starters right now but that being said, Dustin Wolf hasn't been super duper sharp. And when he has played well, the team in front of him hasn't given him uh, the goal support necessarily. So between that and, like I said, you know, laying a higher price with this Avalanche team, this could be one of those kind of weird clunker kind of games. I'll pass on it. 
All right, there you go. That'll do it for our bets for today. That is all four games on tonight's schedule uh, to recap our best bets here. And if you do want to see them in real time, you want to see them uh, as they move throughout the course of the day, make sure to head on over to the BetStamp app, the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. See how we do on a daily, weekly, monthly, season-long basis. You can check it all out there. But our picks for tonight, we're going to take the Leafs, Islanders, Moneyline, uh, or regulation time draw there, plus 333, full unit on that. So that's the Leafs, Islanders, regulation time draw plus 333 we're also going to look at the leafs islanders under six minus 105 there uh then we're going to look to the red wings stars game we got two bets in this one we're going to take the first period over one and a half minus 130 and we are also going to take the regulation time draw plus 375 for a half unit in that one so those are our four bets for tonight. If you do want to track those again, bet Saint app. Find better section as Edgework HQ. For those of you who are watching right now, if you haven't already, please hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done that. It does help support the show. Continue to try to build this. Try to get to 2,000 subscribers here. That's the goal. So make sure to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel. We do appreciate that. Thank you so much to everyone in the chat who came out here today. So money. Alex, thank you guys for taking the time to do this. So money. What do you got for us here? I just wanted to um, address uh, Adam Bowen had questions in the chat there about um, oh yeah about limits there and getting slashed. So, um, okay, so it's not it'll never be confirmed hundred percent, but um, books do talk with the same company, so um, we'll just leave it at that. So, like, yeah, I think that um, that's. I think you're right, Adam. I think that is probably the case there. There you go. Yeah. So, so many referencing comment asking uh, across some of the different sports books whether if we if anybody knows if they share information. But uh, hopefully that helps. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, thank you to everyone who did come out here today. So many, Alex. Again, thank you guys for doing this. As always, I'll see you guys uh, here on Friday. As for the rest of the chat, make sure to check out the shows across the rest of the hammer for today. Over on the board, NBA at 11.30, Jacob Grimenia, Pips NBA, breaking down player props, SGPs, sides, totals, all that kind of stuff. 2 p.m., forward progress, Suma, Cleve TA, uh, George Sofitas, G-Stack, breaking down this past weekend of NFL games, looking ahead to both Monday night football games for tonight. And as well as hit the books, five o'clock, breaking down bowl games for college football. And then finally, our watch along with Rob Pozzola here tonight, covering both NFL games. So you're not going to want to miss that. Make sure to check those out. But after all that, we'll see you guys back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.